Good morning, this is Vicky. And this is Jo. And, and we're the Two Natural Ladies. And we talk about the good news we all need and ways of getting the most out of life. We help people with practical, uplifting ways we can all make a difference. And we're striving for better, not perfect. And we love a good laugh. Please enjoy the show. You're with the Two Natural Ladies and we have a wonderful guest this morning. We've got Carla, who is the founder of Home Share Melbourne, which is a not-for-profit social enterprise run by Home Share Australia and New Zealand Alliance. Carla has worked in homelessness for 15 years in the UK and Australia. Carla has previously run a drug and alcohol program for people experiencing street homelessness and has worked in senior roles within crisis accommodations. Carla's aspiration is to find creative solutions to homelessness, which address not only housing, but also other needs such as lack of connection. I oh, love this, Carla. Carla set up Home Share Melbourne with three other women, one of which is your twin sister, I think, in 2018, and the program is now thriving. Welcome, Carla. Great. Thank you for having me. Oh, I just love all of that. You know, we, we talk a lot about homelessness and, and connection. So, um, and it is your twin sister, isn't it, Jenna? So Jenna was my very first employee. So, so very, my first person I recruited was my identical twin sister, which has been very confusing for a lot of people that we support, but totally wonderful <laughs> for me to have really my, my life teammate. Uh, help me with the program. Oh, look, I'd love to talk about, you know, anything that you got up to as, as a twin if, you, if you're identical, but with, that's not what we're here for. Tell us about Home Share Melbourne. So, so as you mentioned, Home Share Melbourne's a not-for-profit social enterprise. So we don't get any government funding um, and we run two programs. Um, we use the international model of Home Share, which, which was a, originally um, used... Uh, to support people who are older to stay living in their home. So we'd support uh, match an older person with a supportive flatmate. And so that model's been operating now for 40 years with great success. Um, we so use that model and we run two programs using the model. So firstly, a disability home share program, which is going really well, um, and um, also a homelessness home share program. So what we do in the homelessness home share program is we ask community members, generous community members, to open up their homes to somebody who might be at risk of homelessness. Um, and particular focus for us has been young people and people seeking asylum. So we really get to know the community member to understand what their interests are, what type of person they are, and then we match them with someone who's really compatible. So what that does is it builds this really special relationship, which often develops into something that feels much more like family than friendship um, and it also gives the person that we're supporting the stability of stable housing um, and all the things that come with that so the ability to get back into work to finish year 11 which has happened a couple of times now to meet new people and to, to live with somebody that's got really good structure and routine who can be a mentor to the person that we support. It's so wonderful um, I've had uh, experiences with my my two eldest with um, not with homelessness, but with uh, you know drug addiction and and just right. to have somebody you know and 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 through that and and I was also a, a youth worker, just seeing 
people in those situations and just thinking, what can we do to help? And knowing, and you're right, that number one thing is if they've got a stable place to live, they can then start looking at the rest of their lives. And I, I think it's wonderful. And, uh, you know, really, we, we take our hats off and we do wear hats <laughs> to you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean, and you're, look, you're, you're totally right. Like, I think it's so challenging to people that we support because because how can they possibly go and find work? when they're living on people's sofas and doing the occasional night on the street. Like, you can't get on your feet until you have that stable base. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So so tell us about a match that you've set up. So, so we've made uh, 13 matches through the homelessness program so far, and our most recent match was, was a, a, a mum with a baby, which was a very exciting uh, thing for us to do and an absolute first. But um, I, I wanted to share a story with you about about the very first match that I made with a young person. So I, I met a young 17-year-old called Sam down at a crisis accommodation in St Kilda. Been in and out of foster care as a child. Really didn't have any stability. Mum and dad in and out of prison. She just didn't have that one stable person in her life. And then compounded by that, she didn't have stable housing. So we matched her with the, the most amazing woman who took her into her home and became a really good friend and companion to her, which gave her an opportunity to finish her year 11 and since has moved out into her own flat and they're still friends now. And I think that's, that's the crux of it for me. That's what makes it so special and so amazing is that a true friendship can emerge, a lifelong uh, connection, and, and um, also that it actually does something to truly exit someone from homelessness, which is something that, isn't something that I've seen much in the homelessness sector. We tend to see people coming round and round all the time. So for us to actually have our, our first young person that was supported by the program to really exit homelessness, get employment and get on her feet and maintain that relationship, I think really says something about what's so amazing about Homeshare. And it, and it actually stops the, the cycle too, doesn't it? Because otherwise yeah. the likelihood, you know, unfortunately would have been that she may have ended up where her parents were and, and they're, they're, it's, you know, you've actually get stopped it in its tracks and, 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 and a new para, a paradigm shift. We've been talking about paradigm shifts and it's, that's exactly what you've, you've created. I just wonder uh, what are the criteria for somebody to take on, you know, to, to open up their house? To, do you have to have a certain size house? Do you have to be a certain age? How, how do you, you know, if somebody's interested in, yeah. in getting involved? So, so I guess the, the key criteria are that they've got to be a spare room. Yep. Um, so they've got to have a spare bedroom and, and it's got to be a safe environment. So it's got to be a stable environment. You know, there can't be any, any dogs, <laughs> that are aggressive dogs or anything that we would consider to be kind of high risk. And it's got to just be a caring and calm environment. But in terms of age, we, one of the uh, people, one of the community members who've opened up their home is, is a woman in her early 30s. We've, we've had a lot of people who are in their kind of early 60s, so I'd say that that would be a typical, they would be a typical um, age range when people have retired and they want to give something back. But we're really trying to encourage people of all ages to do this because it's a real, it's a life-changing experience for everybody who does it. I think that that's what's so amazing about HomeShare is that um, everybody gains from doing this. It's not just about, it's not a passive charity thing where we're just wanting people to, 
support these pe- these poor people who are experiencing homelessness. Not that's not how we see it. We see it as being something that can be really power, uh, empowering and rewarding for everyone. So we would love to hear from people in the community of any age and any gender who just feel passionately about doing something really proactive about homelessness. And this is this is really an opportunity to do something. So opening up your home can really change the life of a young person, but we would expect it would also change the life of the people who offer the room as well. Wow. And, and, and so you've worked in homelessness for 15 years now. So what are the main challenges and how does HomeShare address this? So, so people who experience homelessness often have a, a very wide range of different challenges. So 99% of the time, I'd say the people that I've worked with have experienced trauma as a child. And often they have mental health conditions, drug and alcohol dependencies. They're often very lonely and isolated and disconnected people who commonly will be unemployed. So there's this full range of challenges which which are experienced. But that's why um, early intervention, I think, is so important because when I've been working with people on the street, They've been unmedicated for a really long time, unsupported for a really long time. They've, they've sometimes forgotten how to even sleep in a bed when they've been sleeping rough for 20 years. So what really excites me about HomeShare and particularly the youth HomeShare pilot, which which we're promoting at the moment, is that if we intervene really early, like we are with some of the young people that we're supporting, so we intervene when they're 17, we can really reduce the amount of trauma they experience from being on the street and all of the impacts that it has on their mental health and the likelihood and the chance that they might start using drugs. So home share is clearly not for, not for everyone. So I think that's really important to make really clear is that typically we're actually not supporting people who are sleeping rough on the street through our home share program. It's, it's much more preventative. It's an early intervention type model. Some of the people we support have done a few nights on the street here and there, but typically they'll be couch surfing and then back to what you were saying about, you know, what is it that we're looking for? What are the criteria for community members? We also have very stringent criteria for uh, the people that we support through our program. Uh, so we, we won't support, we can't support people who have unmanaged mental health. We can't support people who are actively using drugs. There has to be a degree of stability. Mm-hmm. And in general, we want them to really be either engaging in something, like engaging in trying to complete year 11, or be very motivated be very motivated to do that. Mm. And yeah, well, you want to make sure everyone involved is safe. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Safe, safety is absolutely critical and yes. and I can I can say hand on heart we haven't had any we haven't had any real like dramas or anything mm. like it's extremely well managed and really that's why Homeship the role of Homeship Melbourne is so important because we're the ones that are doing reference checks, police checks. Mm. We're the ones that are like really involved and we're out having a cup of tea at the house like often and making sure everything's running smoothly. So so it's 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 not an it's certainly not like an easy thing to do, but it's a really uh, worthwhile and amazing thing to do when, when, when it happens and you get it right. Mm. And what and what's your favourite tea? <laughs> well, of course it's it's an English tea, isn't it? And because because I'm from the south, it's gotta be super weak and milky. Oh, oh there you go. <laughs> Oh well, wow. we wanted you to talk. We know we're not. You're not really promoting your other. The other thing you're doing because you're you're very busy there. But we just wanted to hear a little bit about um, the disability um, side of things, if that's okay. Sure. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, so, so our other program is our Disability Home Share Program, uh, which is an NDIS-funded uh, program. And much in the same way that we do with, with our um, homelessness program, what we do is we support people who have a disability who want to live in a much more creative way in the community. So typically the people we support have intellectual disabilities, but also we do support people with a wide range of other disabilities who think, I don't want to live with my parents. I don't want to live in a group home. I don't want to be a 30-year-old living in an aged care facility. And that they're the kind of um, current housing options out there. So what Homeshare Melbourne does is says, well, why can't we do something much more creative where you can live in a really connected way in the community in a house that you choose with a person that you choose to live with? So um, so what we do is we support people if they don't already have housing, which typically they don't, um, and, um, and my twin sister Jenna's really the, the pro at this, goes out, uses her homelessness experience and housing experience, goes out, helps them find a house, helps them apply for a rental, um, advocates really strongly with real estate agents that they will be offered that accommodation and then matches them with a supportive flatmate who's compatible to them. So again, there's this beautiful friendship um, that emerges um, and um, a lot of the support that, that people that, that with disabilities need is actually informal support. So it's that they just want someone to watch telly with in the evening or share a meal with or share a food shop or somebody who they can have a big debate with in the evening so and have a laugh with so that's really what home share does and it means that the arrangements that we create feel like real homes and lots of lots of the people we support have a dog in the house or a cat so they're able to make choices which are choices which aren't available to the majority of people who have disabilities who are living in traditional disability accommodation. Mm. Yeah, and they're also sharing costs as well, you know, financial costs. Mm. So going back to the to the homelessness, um, you know, to, to the young people that which is what you're really trying to get more support with, I'm um, um, imagining. Uh, yeah. do, are you working with other organisations, you know, like there's NDIS that you're working with with the disability. Have you got similar things happening with this other enterprise or is that you're still, yep, t- is there anything happening so NDIS, Yeah, so NDIS makes it really easy for us to cover yes. our costs. Which is, which is an absolute luxury, which mm. has helped to kind of really grow the program, whereas we don't have that luxury within homelessness. So, so we get a lot of support from people. We have some incredible donors, and, and a lot of our board give very generous donations to the program, which has really helped to operate the homelessness program. Um, and we also get donations, regular donations, from a couple of local foundations. Um, and we have a partnership arrangement um, in the works with this, with an incredible youth homelessness organisation called Wombat Housing, who are also very creative in the way that they think about addressing homelessness and want to do things differently, which is why we work so well collaboratively together. So Wombat Housing and Homeshare Melbourne are, are, are joining forces to try and exit 10 young people from homelessness. And we want to, we want to exit five young people from care arrangements. And we want to exit five young people who are just accessing homelessness services and, and need a safe and connected home. So what can we do to help? What can the community do? If you had your druthers, if we could give you everything you want, what would that be? Oh, it would be so exciting. <laughs> what we need is we, we need lots of things. So we really need people to open up their homes. So that's really the top priority for us. 
is we uh, we know that it's an extremely generous thing to do but what we really what we really need is people to say yes I've got a spare bedroom and I wouldn't mind seeing a young person living in there um, and we need people to offer that room for a maximum of $100 a week because that's what's affordable for the young people that we support. And we need those rooms to be offered for a minimum of six months because we're really trying to give young people some stability. So that's the biggest thing that we can ask the community for. But on top of that, if if people don't have a spare room that's available, but they have a rental property which they um, would be happy to rent for a below market rent, we could put a home share match into that rental. So that would be another way that the community could help. And the other thing is donations. So we, like like I've mentioned, we run the Homelessness Home Share Program on an absolute shoestring because of these incredible people donating to the program. We literally can't run it without that. So, so if people want to give a donation, that would be amazing. And people can either donate to our program directly, which helps us pay our staff to run the program, or otherwise they can donate and they can specify that they want it to be for a specific purpose. So, for example, we're supporting a, a woman who's seeking asylum at the moment and her small child. So we've been seeking donations to subsidise her rent because she can't not on income. So, so they're the full range of different things that people can do to help the programme. Wow. Well, look, uh, again, hats off to you and, and, uh, what you've created. And certainly we will, we will do everything we can to get your name out there. And, uh, I do have an idea, which I think may, Vicky may have already be thinking too. Um, we're, we're part of a, an organization and a group like yours would be something that I know people would be very willing and, and interested to, to help. So we'll talk about that off, off air. Uh, and yeah, look. Thank you. Thank you for your, for your commitment to humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for letting me come to talk. And I'd just love to encourage people to jump on our website. If, yes. If, they, if they're interested, the website is www.homesharemelbourne.org and you can also find us on Facebook. Beautiful. Perfect. Thank you. Yes. And your song, Rag and Bone Man, H- Human. Tell us why you picked yes. this. I just think it's a really powerful song. Because I think often it's really easy to think about people who experience homelessness as other, walk past Mm. people on the street and think that they're different in some way to us. And that if we can just remember that that people who experience homelessness are human just like us, we will have a much more caring and compassionate and connected community if we think in that way. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Thank you so much, Carla. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, Joan, Vicky. Bye. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to the Two Natural Ladies podcast. Visit twonaturalladies.com.au for more information. Thanks for joining us.